Well, if you thought that you could come here this evening and escape all the energy around the death of the Queen of England, you were almost right. I'm not going to say much because I am one of those people who, well, I'm not old enough to remember, but Mario is um, old enough to remember that we fought a war so that we didn't have to keep track of that kind of stuff. So I'm, I'm not really a, a, a royal watcher. But I do have to say, I wonder how the new king of England and his two sons, if they go to the Anglican church tomorrow and hear this gospel, and hear this gospel, I wonder how the three of them will hear it at that service. I don't know. Seems to me that we're kind of watching a portion of the prodigal son being played out in public. I wonder what's going on inside the walls of Windsor Palace. And that is it. <laughs> this weekend's Gospel Lessons, chapter 15 of St. Luke's Gospel, Jesus tells three parables about losing, about finding, and about rejoicing. The outcasts of society, the taxpayer, and the sinners approach Jesus eager to hear what he has to say. In St. Luke's Gospel, hearing, hearing is a sign of conversion. So these tax collectors and these sinners, these prostitutes, people who were unclean are showing signs of conversion. The Pharisees and the scribes, still suspicious of Jesus, complain about him associating with sinners. So Jesus tells the Pharisees and the scribes these three parables. In the first story, the parable of the lost sheep, the shepherd leaves behind the 99 sheep in search of the one lost sheep. That's a risk, my friends, because most shepherds didn't own their sheep. They were strongly attached to their sheep, but the sheep belonged to somebody else. They were a hired shepherd, and he's willing to leave the 99 to go find that last one that is lost. When he finds it, the shepherd rejoices, not alone, as we are told in the story from St. Matthew, but this time from St. Luke, with friends and neighbors. In the same way, God rejoices more over one sinner who repents like the outcasts who have come to hear Jesus on this day, then over the 99 righteous, read Pharisees 
and scribes. In the second story, about a poor woman who will not stop searching until she finds her lost coin. Well, that story makes the same point. But I want you to think for just a moment. It would be one small copper coin that she has lost, worth about two pennies in today's value. You can find that much in the creases and the folds of your couch at home. But it's 10% of all that she owns. Think about that for a minute. That one little coin represents 10% of her net worth. Why are the Pharisees complaining? They should rejoice when the lost are found. And finally, we come to what is probably the most memorable parable in the Gospels, the story that we know as the prodigal son. Just a little word study. Prodigal means wasteful or wanton, somebody that just throws things away. Well, apparently this son had done that, but some suggest that the true prodigal in this story is the father who's willing to waste his love. Every day, I suspect, about five o'clock in the afternoon, walking down to the main road, I kind of see it like an old farm-to-market road here in Texas. And he has a long drive, and he goes down to the foot of the drive and, and picks up the, the newspaper. Most of you are probably of an age that you still remember what a newspaper is. And if you don't know what a newspaper is, call your grandmother or grandfather and ask them what one was, because they used to be important. Goes down to the foot and and picks up the, the evening paper and the mail. And he looks down the road. And he looks down the road, looking for that son that he prays will come back. And then he starts walking back up the driveway. And his wife's standing on the porch. And she goes, oh, God, it breaks my heart. That old fool's down there looking for that boy again. He's just breaking his own heart one afternoon at a time. Just as in the story of the lost sheep and the lost coin, this story, which is unique to the Gospel of St. Luke, is really about that seeker that loving Father who is at the center of this parable, even though His Son runs off with all what should be His inheritance and squanders the money in California, living in the high life. No, wait, 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 wait. That's Harry. I've gotten the stories messed up. That's Harry. This is the, the son squanders the money, 
the Father waits for him every afternoon, promptly at five o'clock, hoping, hoping for his return. Upon his son's return, the Father, full of compassion, sees him and runs. I'll bet that scared Mama. She hadn't seen that old fool run like that for 40 years. The old man runs to greet that son. He runs to embrace him and forgive him before, listen, before the son can utter one word of repentance. At this point, the rejoicing begins. And when I read the parable a minute ago, you were kind of hoping that the gospel reading would end there too. But no, it still goes. The parable does not end there. Rather, it makes one more point about the older brother's reaction. The son who never left, who never wasted his father's money, just like the Pharisees and scribes, feels that he is self-righteous, not righteous by the grace of God, but self-generated righteous. Well, that son refuses to enter his father's house to join in the party. He has served his father. He has obeyed his father. Now, perhaps it was not out of love. I don't know what motivated the young man. The father's response teaches us that God's care and compassion extend to the righteous, even the self-righteous, and the sinner alike. When we are lost, God doesn't wait for our return. He actively seeks us out. He comes looking for us. And when the lost are found, well, in this world, how can we not celebrate and rejoice? The joy generated by finding one lost coin. The joy generated by finding one wayward sheep. The joy generated by finding a wasteful, wanton, prodigal young son, well, the joy in heaven rings out through the cosmos. And my friends, when we hear about one that was lost being found, we here on earth should rejoice as well. Amen.